Good morning, you wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be January 19th. Wow, time is flying by, you guys. Um, Today, I want to kind of go back into 1 John and share with you guys some things I was thinking about this morning. Kind of just came to my mind as I was sitting there meditating and just kind of talking to the Lord about these things. Um, I want to talk to you guys about, you know, just abiding in the Lord and uh, how important and vital that is in our life and in the times that we're in and really that being the only way you're going to get through it. So before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray and let's have this conversation. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that we can abide in you. We can wait. We can stay in your words that you've spoken to us, whether it be through, through, you know, the words in the Bible and through the words that you've spoken to us in the context of our lives and our hearts, the revelations you've given to us, the insight, the wisdom. Let us continually, every single day, live by the words you have spoken. Thank you, Jesus, for the authority that you give us. Thank you for the peace that you give us, Lord. And I just pray you'd guide and direct this conversation today. Bless all my brothers and sisters listening to this podcast, Lord. I pray it continues to grow and influences people's lives from the inside out so they can walk in their God-given authority, their purpose, live out their skills and talents, and make a dent for the kingdom of heaven on this earth. We love you, Lord. Pray you'd guide and direct this conversation. Just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, my friends. So I was in first John this morning. I've kind of been meditating on this for the last week or two, just reading it, rereading it. And, uh, you know, I got some questions for you guys this morning as a result of reading this. And so let me just kind of give you a little recap of first John. Okay. When you go back over here to chapter one, you know, it talks about what they heard from the beginning, what they saw with their eyes, you know, the life that was manifested to them. Jesus Christ in the flesh, right? Um, This is written by his brother, John. So obviously he literally lived with Jesus, experienced him, heard what he said. Okay. It was in literal relationship with him. All right. And, you know, he understood the message of why Christ came. Christ came to save sinners, to bring salvation to man, that we would walk in the authority God gave us, we would rule and subdue the earth, and that we would take back this, this world for Jesus Christ. All right. So, but the process of doing that doesn't just happen overnight. It's a process we have to, you know, remember and acknowledge the darkness that's in us. What's darkness? It's just lies. It's the things that keep us in hiding and blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment. And we have to be able to bring our whole selves into relationship with Christ by acknowledging ourselves and everything in us within this way, acknowledging the darkness so we can, uh, the light can truly shine. You guys remember, we don't do anything okay, to get salvation or to get into the kingdom of heaven. All we do is acknowledge the truth of what God said, all right, acknowledging that there's darkness in us and we need to be transformed. And the more that we confess these things to the Lord, we're literally just walking in the light. And it says that we have to literally remember not only to confess, but he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, all right? And he says, if anyone, this is chapter two, if anyone as an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he himself is the appropriation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world, right? God's will is the whole world be saved and come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ. Everyone would accept what he's come to give us, you know, for us, meaning the ones who've already accepted it, 
there are still people out there who are unaware or have not uh, fully acknowledged that they need what the Lord offers. All right. And so it's talking, you know, goes on that if we uh, say we know him, we don't keep his commands, we're a liar. And I, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about this before, but it makes sense. In relationship with other people, um, if you are vulnerable and you share parts of yourself with somebody, you know, just who you are, what you want, what you don't want, and somebody doesn't just betrays that or does not acknowledge that, um, you know, let's think of a marriage covenant. When you tell each other you're going to be faithful and someone is not faithful, okay, um, that person is a liar, <laughs> right? And so, you know, we can't say we know him and then not have behaviors that go entail with us knowing him, right? And this is not just about the behavior side of it. This is again about um, us knowing him and him knowing us. How does he know us? He desires truth in the inmost part. So us acknowledging the truth of ourselves and his presence, uh, asking for forgiveness, love, mercy, and truth, um, living by those things, getting it into our hearts, and uh, allowing the love of God to really influence our lives and um, help us make our decisions, you know, no longer being stuck in blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment, but living in the grace, mercy, um, wisdom, authority of God, and, um, you know, experiencing that side of it. Um, and there's a natural overflow that happens when you are in Christ, when you are keeping his words in you, your, your um, action behaviors naturally just flow from that. All right. When you want to do something, when your motivation's right, no one has to tell you what to do. It's like, I want to do this good thing. I'm going to do it. Right. Um, when you're internally motivated in a positive way, your behaviors will naturally flow. It's, it's like, I've shared this analogy with you guys before. When a man and a woman come together and that seed goes into that woman, that seed produces its own actions within itself, right? That baby becomes a baby on its own. Mom and dad are not sitting there trying to figure it out. It does its own work. It's the same thing within you. When you've accepted in your heart what Jesus Christ has said, what he's come to give you, you, you learn to live and rely on the love God has for you. When you learn to live and rely on love, your behaviors and actions are going to just be a sort of a spontaneous result of accepting that into yourself. All right. That's just a natural byproduct of the Holy, of accepting the love and living by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we get over here, chapter two, and he says, verse 20, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and there is no lie of the truth, right? Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, you should know that. You need to live by that within yourself because he goes on and he he was talking about how you can be deceived by people, right? Or manipulated or, you know, you could even be manipulated by religious people getting you in the mindset where you have to do this and you have to do that following the traditions of men and not really live authentically from uh, your relationship with the Lord where you let other people control your behavior, right? And, um, or, you know, maybe even try to tell you that the Lord isn't going to forgive you, right? I mean, who knows what, how this deception can go. But if you don't know the authority, if you don't know the love of God within you, you're going to easily be manipulated and deceived by other people outside of you. And this is exactly why he says, therefore, you know, uh, yeah, let's start with 24. It'll kind of get into it a little bit more. Therefore, let that abide in you, which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. 
and this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life these things i've written to you concerning those who try to deceive you but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you and you do not need that anyone teach you but at the same but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as it has taught you you will abide in him and now little children abide in him so I just kept seeing abide, 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 abide. You know, that was really sticking out to me. And so I just got some questions I want to ask you guys this morning, and then we will finish up this podcast. So it's interesting when in verse 24, therefore let that abide in you, which you heard from the beginning. So what did you hear from the beginning? Number one, how did you come into relationship with the son? How did you come into relationship with Jesus Christ? It's what you heard right? You heard about Christ. And then once you heard it, you made a decision. Am I going to take those words and take them into me and actually let those form the way that I see things and do things, right? Am I going to let those words affect me in the the way that my life would result as a, you know, my life would become the fruit from receiving the words that he spoke? That you would literally be a product of forgiveness and love and mercy and truth, right? That your life would be a flow, the outpouring of that or the overflow of just receiving the words that he said. You heard it outside of you, you took it in, right? So what do you need to accept to grow in our relationship with the Lord? What do you need to accept if you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord? You know, number one, you need to learn. We talked, we just kind of went over this a little bit. You need to learn to accept love, grace, mercy, forgiveness, Ultimately, forgiveness is is the first one, right? You come in contact with him. He says you need to be forgiven of your sins. So now you have to acknowledge the sin in your life, right? And this is baby Christianity, okay? This is basic stuff, you guys. You already know this, okay? You accept the forgiveness, right? That's how you're going to grow. And it's amazing because even in um, the New Testament, when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he goes, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. So you are literally supposed to be living off of his forgiveness and living off his revelation every single day. That is your food. And that's what the Lord says. Whoever, uh, my words will never pass away. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You need to have more sustenance within yourself when the things outside of you are falling apart, right? That's how God's gonna give you his peace. His words never die, his words never change. You can literally stake your life on the words of Jesus Christ because they're not going anywhere. It's not a castle in the sand. You know, it's built upon the rock. It says the winds and the, w- the winds and the waves beat against the house, but the house did not fall. Your house in Christ and you abiding in his words is going to give you the security that you need when everything else is beaten against you. And, and here's the thing. You should, you should feel safe in that house. When, when you're in a nice, strong house and there's winds blowing outside of you and there's a storm... If you know the, the the craftsman of that house, right? And, and sometimes we don't always know this, but like literally within our own homes, you know, there might be issues with your house, but it's, all, it's your responsibility to take care of it, right? At some point, if your house is not strong, you gotta, you better get your butt out there and uh, get it taken care of. Ask the Lord to give you some resources, right? Literally in that way. But I'm talking about, about the words that we live by should be a house for you. Your words should be security for you. And the words of Christ are our security. All right, and how do you grow in that? Just by the basic thing of accepting his forgiveness and then living off of that every day and living by the words he gave to you. Because, oh, I won't get into this, you guys. This will be another podcast. 
as far as how we lose our authority and how we can get it back. All right. How do you know you're abiding in Christ? You know, and he, he talked about this a little bit, you know, loving your brother. There's no darkness in you. You know, you bring everything to the light. If you got a problem with somebody, you know, or you know someone has a problem with you um, in the body of Christ, you go and you talk to them about it. You address it. You don't have side conversations behind people's backs, right? You just go address it, um, you know, and you build people up. That's really, really important, you guys. Um, and it takes a lot of courage to do that, but that's what the Lord requires of us. That we got to keep in the light in that way. Everything that we talk about being brought into the light so no accusations can be used because that's the only thing the enemy has is, is the accusations, right? But anyway, so how do you know you're abiding in Christ? You know, loving your brother, no darkness, right? You're acknowledging all the lies, bringing them to the truth, getting things established. Um, and you are more and more convinced you are a child of God. It's amazing. You go to chapter three. It says, behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Are you convinced that you are a child of God? And so here's the thing. Let's talk about abide really quick. Abide just means to remain and to wait. You stay in his words. They are in you. You don't allow them to be snatched away by what other people say or circumstances or anything else that would try to steal away the words he has said to you. You are commanded to, oh, like, hold on to it, to abide, to wait. Okay? So when you allow his words to remain in you in this way, what is, um, hold on, you guys. What is within that seed will be manifested within you and outside of you. The fruit of that word will produce fruit for you and for those outside of you. Okay. Jesus said we will bear much fruit. What is the fruit of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance. All right. Your peace is your security, you guys. And I talked a little bit about this on my Facebook page. You guys be sure to go to Daily Encouragement um, with Ashley Campbell on Facebook. And I just did a, a really long video, you know, talk, asking people the question, when are you going to actually take a stand for something and no longer, you know, say, this is what, this is what I'm doing and no longer allow uh, things and situations to push you around, you know, but uh, you, you have to literally be very, you have to be so secure in your relationship with the Lord. And the only way to do that is to take the words you've heard, get them inside of you, meditate on it, let it take root in your heart, accept it, let it become a part of you and let it produce the thing that is within that, right? God has plans to prosper you. Let that become a reality in your life. You know, uh, start doing some work and getting rid of mindsets that would tell you that God wouldn't prosper you, right? Go back to the beginning and confess the, the darkness that's in you, right? Lord, I don't believe what you say. I'm having, I'm having a hard time, right? When you acknowledge the mindsets that you have that are getting in the way of your relationship with the Lord, you make more room for his word to grow. You're getting the weeds out. That's part of our job, right? We have to get the rocks out. What, what hard parts of your heart are in the way of that good seed getting in the way? The only thing that needs to change when you want something to grow or the only thing that, that influences whether growth or growth doesn't happen is the environment. You got to deal with the environment of your heart. You got to deal with the rocks, so the hard places of your heart where you're kind of jaded and, and maybe prideful and just kind of giving up, right? You got to deal with the weeds, so the things that are growing up that are getting in the way 
of the thing you're trying to do. And that's how I determine whether it's a weed or not, because not everything's a weed. That's all kind of in the eye of the beholder. You have to ask yourself, what do you want to be produced in your life? And what is getting in the way of that thing being produced? So if the Lord wants good, has good plans for you, plans to prosper you, why in the world are you not believing what he said? That's the stuff you got to deal with. That's the stuff you need the forgiveness for. That's the stuff you got to live by when he says he, he's going to forgive you, right? All you got to do is confess. All you got to do is acknowledge. And the more that you bring yourself to the light, the more space your heart's going to have for his seed to take root and grow. Be- beautiful garden, fruitful, multiplying, and it's going to change your life and it will change the life of other people because you're not going to look the same. Anyway, you guys, I'm going to get off here. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the week. Thank you for all your support. Revelation revamp will be coming up hopefully in the next couple weeks or so, you guys. Um, This podcast is a few weeks in advance. By the time you hear this, I'm actually recording this on December, what's today, 15th of 2021. So um, it'll probably be uh, February, March, by the time you guys hear Revelation revamp and getting into that. So I'm excited to share that with you. I eventually want to do some podcasts talking about money at some point. Um, I've been talking about that for a long time. Um, it's just not something that's really pressing right now, but you know, one day we're going to get into that. You guys, I don't plan on going anywhere. (laughs) I plan on being here and doing this as long as I have a will to do it. As long as God is stirring things in my heart and he's speaking to me and he's encouraging me. My plan is to encourage you as, as long as I can, you know, until my last day. So anyway, you guys, have an awesome rest of the day. Thanks for your support, and I will talk to you next week.